the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Capitalism is evil, except when it's not. Yeah, Patrice Cullors hates capitalism. She says it's actually more tragic and more harmful than COVID-19. Believe that? She said that when she was doing, she, um, she said that when she was, uh, when d- was doing a speech at a college campus for which she was probably paid at least five figures. Uh, Patrice is the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, and she's an avowed and proud Marxist. She's also the proud owner of $3.2 million in real estate that she's bought in the last few years. And now she's also the proud winner of this. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. That's right. And she did it in a week with a lot of competition. And she didn't win it because she bought the, uh, you know, the, the, three, two, the $3.2 million worth of real estate. She could have come in into that money uh, honestly. Nobody accusing her of embezzling money or anything, although there are local chapters of BLM that are wondering where all the money went. Anyway, I'll, I'll bet she makes a pretty good living running BLM, don't you think? No, she, she didn't win for that. She won for insulting everybody's intelligence with this ridiculous answer when asked about reconciling, claiming to be a Marxist, and speculating in real estate. Sure, and I think that is a critique that is um, wanting. And I say that because um, the, the, the way that I live my life is in direct support to black people, including my black family members. Uh, first and foremost. And uh, for so many Black folks who are able to invest um, in themselves and their community, they choose to invest in their family. And that's what I've chosen to do. Um, I have a child. I have a brother that has severe mental illness that I take care of. Um, I support my mother. um, And I support many other family members of mine. And so I see um, uh, my money as not my own. I see it as um, my family's money as well. Did you get that? It's it's different because unlike all those other capitalists, she spends her money on her family. I mean, come on, she has a son, and her family is black, so she, of course, is using her newfound money to help black families. Um, she says the, she lives her life, the way she lives her life is supporting black families. If you're... Uh, a black person and you have a black family isn't everybody who's black with a black family supporting black families and could you say the same thing for you know white people and asian people and and every other people that that they're (laughs) that by they're living their life everything in their life is about supporting whatever color people they happen to belong to i mean it's what an idiotic statement how can anybody with a brain not be insulted by that kind of stupidity? But, hey, at least it got Patrice Cullors her first and probably not her last Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. 
The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. And hey, we, we could have given it to Dr. Tony Fauci. He made a strong run, finished a really close second in the voting. Now you'll hear him in all his glorious stupidity when we come back. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. That offer's valid through 63021. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. According to the Wall Street Journal, the new book The Great Devaluation is the number 1 business book in the world. Hi, my name's Adam Barada, two-time national best-selling author and owner of Advantage Gold, hands down the highest-rated gold firm in the country. We help investors put physical metals inside their IRAs. My first book, Gold is a Better Way, sparked a movement. My new book, The Great Devaluation, is the number one book in the country. I believe every investor should own physical metals. It's why I'm giving away my best-selling book to anyone with an IRA with over $100,000 for free. Call 800-900-8000 to get the bestseller, The Great Devaluation, sent directly to your door. That's 800-900-8000. The new decision is now obvious. Don't you deserve to do it with the best? Call 800-900-8000 for your free book today. That's 800-900-8000. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining, and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Linzess and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored 
sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing, as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine, and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial-strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and $10 coupon using code PETS. That's $10 coupon using code PETS. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950. Much cheaper than replacing your carpets. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So are you tired of Dr. Fauci yet? Uh, it's been a year and a half. I've been a year, I should say. And uh, even though he's been vaccinated, and even though he said when the COVID hysteria began a year ago that people didn't need to walk around wearing masks, as he put it, we still have to look at him and listen to him as he talks through his mask, maybe two of them, he loves masks. And I have a theory about Dr. Tony. Um, now, uh, I think he's a little nuts. He's a germaphobe who has spent his entire life obsessing about germs. That's what he's done. And maybe he's done a lot of good work. I don't know. He worked with AIDS. He's, he's, he had a lot of, he's taken a lot of criticism for how he handled the AIDS epidemic. Um, I don't know how much he's involved in that. I didn't do a lot of research into that. But He's obviously a germaphobe, and, and, I mean, that's his job is to be one and to figure out how to beat germs and, and uh, protect people from being attacked by them. But he's, he's in, he spent his entire life obsessing about germs. And so, um, I mean, if you remember back when this started, he, he actually said that he thinks it would be great if nobody ever shook hands again. So, I mean, that's sick. I, I, I just think that he walks around in his mind he's he's scolding everybody for not being as obsessed with germs as he is and you know that's fine if he wants to be that guy but he's also the highest paid uh employee in the federal government and anything that comes out of his mouth everything that comes out of his mouth can affect millions of people so i mean that's what we're dealing with i think the guy's actually this has all gone to his head and and uh, i i actually think that he may need an intervention um, and, and I think he actually likes seeing everybody masked up. That is something he's, you know, he's been dreaming about this all his life. If everybody would just not shake hands, wear masks, wash their hands every 15 minutes, and never get within three feet of each other, I, I, there would be no germs. It would be great. And then, uh, you know, who cares if everybody has to wear a mask? We, we would be free of germs. I mean, I, I think he, he actually walks around thinking that. I don't have any proof of that, and then, of course I could be wrong, but... This appearance yesterday at a congressional hearing should have been his last public appearance. Congressman Jim Jordan just wanted some answers to some really simple questions. When is the time? When do Americans get their freedom back? Can you put your microphone on, please? When we get the level of infection in this country low enough that it is not a really high threat. what is low enough give me a number what i mean uh, we, we've we had 15 days to slow the spread turned into one year of lost liberty what metrics what measures 
what has to happen before yeah. Americans get my, their freedoms back. My message, uh, Congressman Jordan, is to get as many people vaccinated as quickly as we possibly can to get the level of infection in this country low that it is no longer a threat. That is when. And I believe when that happens, you will see. What determines when? I'm sorry. What? What measure? What, I mean, are, are we just going to continue this forever? Or when does when does no. when do we get to the point? What measure? What standard? What objective uh, outcome do we have to reach before before Americans get their liberty and freedoms back? You know, I, you're indicating liberty and freedom. I look at it as a public health measure to prevent people from dying and going to the hospital. You don't think Americans' liberties have been threatened the last year, Dr. Fauci? They've been assaulted. Their liberties have. I don't look at this as a liberty thing, Congressman Jordan. Well, that's I look obvious. At this as a public health thing. But the, 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 I disagree with you, you on that. You think the Constitution complete. is suspended during a, during a, a, a virus, during a pandemic? It's certainly not. This will end for sure when we get the level of infection very low. It is now at such a high level, there's a threat again of major surges. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, over the last year, Americans' First Amendment rights have been completely attacked. Your right to go to church, your right to assemble, your right to petition your government, freedom of the press, freedom of speech have all been assaulted I mean, for a year now. Americans haven't been able to go to church. Even today, when they go to church, they're limited in the size of, of, of worshipers who can meet. Your right to assemble? Oh, my goodness. We had a curfew last fall in Ohio. You had to be in your home at 10. In Pennsylvania, you had to be in your home. Uh, when you're in your home, you had to wear a mask. In Vermont, when you're in your home, you didn't have to wear a mask, Dr. Fauci, because you weren't allowed to have yeah. people over to your house. Yeah. Yeah, Congressman Jordan, your ability to petition your government well, for a year for a year. American citizens haven't been able to come to their capital to petition their government to talk to their representatives and freedom of the press. These very pictures that Representative Scalise just showed you and talked about. Guess what? The press isn't allowed in those facilities. The press is not. The Biden administration will not let the press in there. And certainly freedom of speech. I mean, freedom of governor of our third largest state meets with with physicians and that and that's that that video is censored because they dare to agree, disagree with dr fauci so i just want to know when do americans get their first amendment liberties back you know i don't think anything was censured because they felt they couldn't disagree with me i think you're you're making this a personal thing and it isn't it's not a personal thing no you are that is exactly what you're doing no your recommendations carry a lot of weight dr fauci we just had the the chair of yeah. the financial services committee said she loves you and you're the greatest thing in the world will my the recommendations are consistent will the gentleman yield no it's my, it's my now, time. can i answer the question please my recommendations are not a personal recommendation it's based on the CDC guidance, which is which is and which I'm asking the question, what measures have to be attained before yeah. Americans get their First Amendment liberties back? I just told you that. I no, told you haven't you. given anything specific. You said we hope when this third, you, tell me specifically. Right now, right now we have about 60,000 infections a day, which is a very large risk for a surge. We're not talking about liberties. 
We're talking about a pandemic that has killed 560,000 Americans. I, I, and That's I get what that, we're Doc, talking about. And, and I don't disagree with that. And I understand how serious that is. But I also stand it's pretty serious when businesses have been shut down. People can't go to church. People can't assemble in their own homes with their friends, with their families. People can't go to a loved one's funeral. People can't get to their government petition, their representative to redress their grievances. Right. I also understand the First Amendment is pretty darn important. And it's been a year. And I want to know when right. Americans will get those First Amendment liberties right. back. Well, you just said people cannot assemble in their own homes. They can. That's a CDC recommendation for vaccine. Not last people. fall they couldn't. I'm, I didn't hear. Not that. last fall they couldn't. I, I didn't hear what he said. The gentleman's time has expired. Um, I'll give you one instance of when we can get our liberties back. It's been 90 percent. Of the members I, of the United States Congress get vaccinated. Well, I want to know if that's what Dr. Fauci is. It 90 percent, Dr. I'm, Fauci? Is it 90 percent? That's what I'm. That, that's what I'd like to know. Give me some. Give us some objective standards versus when certain things get reached, we might be able to get back to having our liberty. When? What are the numbers? Well, You're going to see a gradual. Um, from the right now, we're at an unacceptably high level. We're at on a daily basis. It's unacceptably high regardless of who you are. What you're going to see as more and more people get vaccinated and we get over 3 million people a day, you're going to see the level of infection come down and down and gradually there will be more flexibility for doing the things that you're talking Where about. Where does it get to? When it comes down, what number do we get our liberties back? Tell me the number. When, Tell me the number. When 90% of the members of Congress get vaccinated. But you're not a doctor, Mr. Clyburn. He is. What is the number? I can't Thank give you for recognizing me, Mr. Clyburn. Thank the chair you. Chair now recognizes uh, for five I'd minutes. I'd like my question Ms. answered. I don't, I don't want, reclaiming I don't want, my time. I reclaiming my time. Regular order. Regular order. No, just a moment. Mr. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, I don't want you to answer my question. The American people want Dr. Fauci to answer the well, question. What does it have to be? There you go. That's what's going on in Washington. And there's Dr. Fauci. This is a year later. He's sitting there with a mask on. He's been vaccinated. He's in the uh, is in a congressional hearing, and he's been vaccinated. I'm guessing that uh, Jordan has also been vaccinated. He's asking his questions through a mask to a va- and and everybody in the room. I'm thinking has been vaccinated at this point, and they're still all wearing masks. And uh, believe me. This is a long way from over. Coming up in our uh, next half hour, after we take this break here in a couple minutes, I'm going to be talking to a, a guy who's uh, written a book called When Politicians Panicked, The New Coronavirus, Expert Opinion and a Tragic Loss of Reason. He's written a book about how governments all over the world have just absolutely blown this whole thing. And uh, we'll get some details on that after the break. But uh, some of the other things going on, um, just uh, a few minutes ago, I guess, uh, the big guy was in a uh, meeting with the prime minister of Japan, who was welcomed to the White House, not by President Biden, but by uh, Kamala Harris, wearing a mask, of course. She's also been vaccinated. Um, and I guess the Japanese prime minister has also been vaccinated. Um, but uh, there's a shot of Joe Biden sitting there uh, during this uh, meeting with the Japanese prime minister, and he's looking down at his uh, ever-present note cards, uh, not to give a speech, but just to sit there and have a conversation. And uh, he's wearing two masks. 
Okay? He's been vaccinated. He's wearing two masks. Now, um, in Michigan, they, uh, the, the governor there, Whitmer, she has completely screwed the entire state up. And uh, maybe we'll get a chance to, to uh, talk to um, uh, John Tamney, who wrote the book uh, about Michigan. Uh, but uh, they just, she just said that, uh, according to a new, new directive, that everyone over the age of two, two and older, has to wear a mask in Michigan still. Now, uh, New Hampshire somehow just today um, ended the mask mandate. You know what's happening in Texas. You know what's happening in Florida. Um, I think it was uh, Alabama that also uh, ended the mask mandate. But And I've been keeping you up to date on Ontario, uh, unfortunately, as I've said, ad nauseum, and I, I pay attention to that because they own property there. But I also would be paying attention to it if I didn't because it's only three and a half hours from here. And to me, it's an issue because uh, liberals, Democrats, they run around saying that Canada has the right idea with health care and we should imitate the Canadians and Bernie Sanders thinks it's wonderful. Well, they, they just ordered uh, in, in Ontario. Are you ready for this? Now, again, it's, uh, it's the middle of April. And the weather's getting nice, and we were told that we had to flatten the curve a year ago. And uh, this isn't exactly flu season, I don't think, virus season. Uh, a six-week stay-at-home order with um, they, they want to have a vaccination level of at least 100,000 doses per day. They say that's the only way to flatten the uh, surge. And um, they, they have stats, a projection data indicating the only way to flatten the surge is uh, of COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations is a six-week stay-at-home order and at least 100,000 doses of vaccine administered a day. According to the documents released Friday, there has been a 67% growth in hospitalizations related to the virus and a 51% growth in ICU occupancy. Now, um, of course, the government people are telling uh, everyone that it would be much, much worse if they hadn't been locked down for most of the last 10 months or whatever it is. They've been in a major lockdown. They're arresting people for playing hockey outside. Kids aren't going to school. Uh, it's whatever, however draconian you think the measures have been here, much, much worse in Ontario. And, again, that's another reason why this is worth paying attention to because despite all that, the cases are still surging. They're still getting the cases. They've, they, 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 there's no place anywhere, I don't think, in North America where uh, the lockdowns have been more severe and the restrictions more strict than Ontario. And they've just been told they have to stay home for six weeks. Now, keep in mind, when they say that they have to uh, stay home, Ontario, listen to this now. Ontario police now have the authority to require any individual not at home, on the street, or in their cars to provide the reason that they're out and provide their home address. So if you are driving, this is Ontario. Keep in mind, Ontario has a lot of people. It's a, it's a very populous uh, uh, province. I mean, a lot of it's rural, but they still have Toronto and St. Catharines and Hamilton. And, uh, and listen, uh, this is this is where the government is. It's it's in Ottawa. It's 
and these people are still sending out these directives just telling people that they have to stay home. They're not allowed to leave their homes. Nobody's been allowed to cross the Canadian border since uh, last March, um, except for their own citizens. And when they do, they, have, they throw them into hotels for three days, make them quarantine for two weeks, cops check on them. It's just it's beyond belief. And the, here's what the Solicitor General of Ontario said. If you are not willing to comply, then you are breaking the law. And there is the option for the police officer to issue a ticket. Now, the provincial police have been saying for a while that they hate this. They don't like enforcing it, and they don't want to do it. They don't like arresting kids for playing hockey, which they've had to do, and riding a toboggan outside. But uh, that's where we are. Um, Dr. Fauci can't give an answer of when, uh, about when this is going to end. It's going to end when he's satisfied with the numbers. That's what he didn't say, but that's what he was saying. This will end when Dr. Fauci thinks that the numbers are okay, and then you'll be allowed to go out and, uh, you know, ride on an airplane without a mask or go walk into a restaurant and walk those 12 feet from the door to your table without a mask on, without worrying about people dropping over dead as a result if you didn't have your mask on. It's unbelievable. But uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to a guy who's written a book about how governments worldwide have screwed this up. Stick around. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is mourning the loss of life in the mass shooting at the FedEx in Indianapolis and renewing his call for gun control. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. In a written statement, the president says God bless the eight fellow Americans we lost in Indianapolis and their loved ones. And we pray for the wounded for their recovery. Mr. Biden goes on to say that gun violence is an epidemic in this country and that too many Americans are dying every single day. He calls on Congress to pass gun control measures and is ordering the flag lowered to half staff in honor of the Indiana shooting victims. Greg Clugston. The White House. Many questions remain in the investigation. What was the motive? Police do say the gunman was a man in his 20s. On Wall Street, stocks have moved higher now. The Dow up 187 points. The S&P 16 points higher. This is SRN News. Are you dealing with personal or business tax issues with the IRS? Does the thought of wage garnishments, bank levies, tax penalties, or having to engage with the IRS worry you? Owing taxes to the IRS or state can be stressful, and ignoring them can make your situation worse. At Federal Tax Law Group, we help individuals and businesses reduce debts and negotiate with the IRS Fresh Start Program. Our assistance can save you from drowning in taxes and may even keep you free of prosecution. With over two decades of experience, our tax professionals understand your needs and will customize a tax solution that's in your best interest. Call Federal Tax Law Group at 800-500-9172 for a free consultation to discuss resolving your tax problem. That's 800-500-9172. Again, 800-500-9172. Or visit us online at federaltaxlawgroup.com. 
Hewitt is looking for a big bounce back. The world knows it's going to have a complete sonic boom of an economy in the United States, which will pull everyone along. Why? Because on top of $4 trillion, we spend another $2 trillion, and Joe Biden wants to spend $2 trillion more. It's a lot of stimulus. It's more stimulus than we've ever had before. What's the only cloud on the horizon? Inflation. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. What's in store this week at Staples? A big deal on ink. That's kind of a big deal. Staples has the technology, furniture, and supplies you need for a totally productive workspace. And right now, you can earn 40% back in Staples rewards when you purchase any two ink or toner cartridges. Shop in-store or get same-day delivery powered by Instacart. Ends 4 21 Limit for in-store and on Instacart only. Visit staplesconnect.com. Com slash ink rewards for details. Instacart delivery subject to availability. Additional fees may apply. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. That offers valid through 63021. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsoruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsoruspittsburgh.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Seeing a couple of delays on outbound 51, slowing Midwood Avenue to Library Road. Parkway West looks somewhat improved. Inbound, still busy. Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel, but not quite as slow as before. On the Parkway East, some pockets of volume from Forest Hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and taking a few extra minutes from 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Bound Boulevard and Shadyside, that's down to one lane with construction between Graham Street and Highland Avenue. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. Tonight we'll see mainly cloudy skies. Expect a nighttime low of 36. Mostly cloudy skies tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 55. Tomorrow night will be mostly cloudy with a low of 35. Sunday will wrap up the weekend with clouds and sunshine. Expect a shower in spots. Sunday's high, 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So it's been a year. Uh, The president of the United States was vaccinated two months ago. He's still wearing two masks when he's outside or in a room full of people wearing masks, all of whom have been uh, vaccinated, by the way. And if you listen to Dr. Fauci before the break, you know that there's no end in sight, really. We're still in the middle of one of the biggest government screw-ups in history. John Tamney is president of Freedom Works and the author of When Politicians Panicked, The New Coronavirus, Expert Opinion, and a Tragic Loss of Reason. He joins us now. John, thanks for being here. Hey, John, thanks for having me on. And I loved your introduction about one of the biggest screw-ups in history because you nail it. 
<laughs> well, let me tell you something. Uh, I didn't plan on talking to you about this right out of the shoot, but it's it's kind of new. Uh, and because you're you're not just talking about American government screwing up, you're talking about all over the world. So uh, here in Pittsburgh, we're only three and a half hours from Ontario. And uh, I'll just read you this, and then you can I'll let you comment however you want. Ontario announced Friday that police will have the power to stop vehicles and individuals and ask why they left their homes as part of the new measures introduced to curb the spread of COVID-19. Quote, we have made the deliberate decision to temporarily enhance police officers' authority for the duration of the stay-at-home order. It's a six-week order, by the way, John. Uh, moving forward, wow. police will have the authority to require any individual who is not in place of residence to first provide the purpose for not being at home and provide their home address. That's according to Solicitor General Sylvia Jones. She said that at a news conference earlier today. Police will also have the authority to stop a vehicle to inquire about an individual's reason for leaving their residence. This is a year into this thing, John, and this isn't in Korea. This is in Ontario. What do you think? Where do you begin with this? This is so staggering. It's hard to know where to start. Uh, but I will start by saying if the virus is such a threat as uh, Mr. Trudeau believes it is, why the need for government force? If, if, if he really wants to empower police to stop people for having the temerity to leave their house because they're plainly risking their lives and their health for doing so, why would they be, would have to force this? Wouldn't it just be logical? Wouldn't we as human beings say, oh, well, we don't want to get sick, we don't want to die, so we'll just do this voluntarily? Since when do people just actively go out and commit suicide? Is the, is, if, if the speed limit in Pittsburgh were 160 miles an hour, would you drive 160? Uh, these Some would, questions but, yeah. answer themselves. Yeah, and, but you know, that's the point. Some would, and some logically would, would go out even if, if a virus were, were thought to be a major killer. And what's important about that is you need those people. You need the mm -hmm. people who do things differently to produce information. They're the most important people of all. The people who say, oh, I'm throwing caution to the wind. Because you can find out by them doing as they want to do, do their actions associate with sickness or death. Because if they don't, you're then better armed to know how to proceed. Yeah, yeah. Well, um and we're talking to John Tamney. He's the uh, president of Freedom Works, and the book is When Politicians Panic, the New Coronavirus, Expert Opinion and a Tragic Loss of Reason. So what was the first sign of what you would call panic in all of this? Or did it from was just day one, was it panic? Well, the first you know, sign of panic to, to me was, in fact, the uh, Austin, Texas, uh, the mayor of Austin uh, shutting down South by Southwest and in the process, essentially wiping out Black Friday for a lot of Austin businesses. And so you start from there, and then gradually more and more governments decided to shut down economic activity, to describe businesses as non-essential, to describe certain jobs as non-essential. And that's when markets began to crash, because I don't think anyone ever imagined politicians would so aggressively take away the right of people to work and produce uh, in the way that they did. And, and how much blame should Donald Trump get for being part of the panic and not pushing back enough? I hate to say it. I think he deserves a lot of blame because let's think about this. What if Trump does what Republicans should have done from the beginning, which said the last thing you'd ever do is fight a virus 
with economic contraction when we remember that economic growth is the biggest enemy of death and disease the world has ever known. And so the logical response from Trump was to be like Trump and say any governor so abjectly foolish as to do this will have a regular visitor to his state, Donald Trump. I will make this the number one campaign issue of 2020, anyone who, who locks down. At which point he gives Republican governors the cover to not do what made no sense and that was anti-health, anti-growth, anti-life. He would have given some Democratic governors cover to do it, and he would have given world leaders cover to avoid something so stupid. Let's also add, if he goes this route, there's no $2.9 trillion spending plan from the federal government that subsidized the lockdowns. In short, California would have had to end its lockdown within a week. Same with New York. In short, Donald Trump would be president today. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with any of that, except that I, I would be a little bit concerned about um, Monday morning quarterbacking. You know, uh, that it's, it's, you know it's, it's kind of a hindsight thing. Uh, it, it puts yourself in the place of whoever would have been president at the time when, peop- when doctors who are supposed to be the experts are telling you that everybody's going to die. Uh, if you get this disease, it's pretty much a death sentence. That's what people thought in the first couple of weeks. Um, it's, it's kind of hard to, I mean, I, th- I guess it's easy for you or for me to say, well, he should have done this or should have done that. But in the moment, is it realistic? Um, I think it's realistic because it's, are we Monday morning quarterbacking or are we looking at reasonable history? Because, see, I never wavered, and I doubt you ever wavered. And I base this on, well, A, free people produce information. B, freedom is just important on its own. But, C, I've been saying for years and writing in books that in the 19th century, uh, if you broke your femur, you had one in three chances of dying. And if you lived, your only option was amputation. If you broke your hip, dead. When you were born in the 19th century, you had as good of a chance of dying as you did living. Cancer, forget about it. You were going to die, but see, most people never got to cancer because tuberculosis and pneumonia killed them first. And so why was health care and health knowledge so primitive in the 19th century? Well, a lack of economic growth. Why do we live so long now? Because enormous wealth was created, and, the, and a lot of that wealth was directed towards scientists and doctors who came up with the answers to that which used to readily just wipe populations out. And so we had a long history of the world telling us the last thing you ever do if a health scare rears its ugly head is shut down the economy. And so I'm tired of our side, and I'm not saying this is you, but I don't think we should give any quarter to any politician who chose such a foolish route. If someone's, if if they're, and if the doctors are predicting mass death, what's the point of government force? Who among us would need to would need to be forced to stay home if we risk death by going out? You wouldn't have the cops rounding people up. The streets would be empty. Um, Yeah, and and I've been. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I'll just point out one of the things that I document in the book, and this was documented by the New York Times, was that the states that locked down last, you know, the states that don't believe in science, it was in those states that the people started adjusting their lives accordingly the soonest and the quickest. They started wearing masks and them. They stopped going out as much. People don't need a law to avoid sickness or hospitalization or death. And so this argument that we had to shut things down to lower uh, the, the inflow of people in the hospitals was utterly baseless. Do you need to be forced to avoid behavior that might hospitalize you? I know I don't. 
Right. I've been saying here for a while, uh, John, that um, when this is finally over, the big debate is going to be about who who overreacted the most. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be, but to me, any kind of reaction was was excessive, and, and, and I don't I don't think that's a fringe idea. I think that's just reality. Uh, people, Americans respond to incentives, and you know this is so interesting. These Republicans have always made this point: we respond to incentives. Well, I would say the threat of death or sickness is a pretty good incentive to avoid certain behaviors. Now, some will point out, yeah, but there's a lot of stupid people out there, and I'll stress once again. You need stupid people. In fact, there's the most important factor when something that you don't know a lot about is spreading. Because the stupid people are going to say, are you kidding? I'm still going to go to bars. I'm still going to go to parties. I'm still going to make out with every girl and guy I I can make out with. And in living their lives against what doctors and experts say, they were going to produce crucial information. Is the virus really that threatening? Does it really kill you to go out and live your life? Or are these people living at rates and, and, and are as healthy as the people uh, sheltering in place? You needed outliers, yet as we're seeing in Canada, as you report, and as we saw in the United States, they foisted one size fits all in the population. We're talking to John Tamney. He's president of Freedom Works, author of When Politicians Panicked, The New Coronavirus, Expert Opinion, and a Tragic Loss of Reason. So, John, how are politicians all over the world able to convince people that, uh, sh- that their only hope was to shut down the, the world economy? I mean, that, that um, worked. My, yeah, it worked. How much did they convince them? Uh, you know, I point out in the book that in very poor Philippines, people were saying it's hard to know what's going to kill us first. The virus or just starvation. And so people around the world were recognizing this, that this was, this was a bad deal. Uh, 285 million people around the world rushing towards starvation as a consequence of countries like the U.S. taking a break from reality. We saw last 4th of July when California's politicians said, okay, no fireworks shows. And so basically the people of California gave a big proverbial middle finger to every politician there by having fireworks shows on their own. You know, you pick the wrong people to lock down when you lock down the American people. I can't speak for the rest of the world, but certainly here we descend from the people who crossed oceans and borders in pursuit of a taste of freedom. And so when people like Joe Biden say, well, you know, maybe by this 4th of July, close family members can get together for barbecues. Oh, please, you pick the wrong people. Don't you ever say something like that. Americans have been barbecuing the whole time. They may have had to hide it. But most of us, I think, I hope, have been living our lives. We don't take well to being told what to do. It's interesting that you say that because I had a Canadian tell me, uh, his name is David Solway, he's an essayist and, a, and an academic, uh, and he's a, he's a Canadian guy, and I've had him on the show, and, and, uh, and I've asked people that I know up in Canada, why aren't, why aren't people rebelling? Uh, I mean, wh- why, when is it going to get to the point where Canadians are just going to say, we're not putting up with this? And I've been told by multiple people, and you just said it, uh, and, and that's the exact explanation they gave. It's not in their DNA. Canadians don't do that. He's, this this uh, David said that uh, what, exactly what you said, that um, we, we became a country because of a revolution. They had a nice, peaceful transition from being subjects of the crown to their own independence. I think it was 1867, and they just don't think that way. But Americans do, and, and, and there are not many countries in the world where the, where the citizens do have that in their DNA, are there? 
Oh no, and 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 that's why it's you pick the wrong country to lock down when when you pick the United States. We are different. We are undeniably different, and we we just don't take well to being uh, forced into doing things. And so, I think the revolution is going to be ongoing here. I, my sense is that the political implications of this will be vast and for quite some time. Uh, American people love growth. They love freedom. Uh, all of this was inimical to that, and 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 I'm excited to see politicians pay for their monumental errors, and I think they will. How long will it take to sort out where the blame should be placed? Um, I think that we're going to be talking about this for a very long time, because think about it. Would you have guessed, look, you're obviously a skeptic about politicians. So am I. Okay, that's how we think. But did you ever predict anything like this in February of 2020, that they were going to go this far? And I even think the political class kind of didn't predict that they could do this. I I think even they had to wonder, oh, wait, wait a second. All of a sudden, we've got this much control, and we've done enormous damage. And they've just gone, moved from mistake to mistake. Uh, You know, Americans don't take well to this. And you're seeing it even in places like California, by the summer in California, uh, in Carlsbad, people were putting up signs on their bars and restaurants saying, we peacefully protest. We can either go out of business or we can get back to work, and we're going to take that risk. We're going to reopen. We, we, we cannot abide these rules anymore. And I think that's a very American thing. Do you buy the Great Reset theory that this is no. a big opportunity for that? No, I don't. I, I don't. I think it gives politicians way too much credit to presume that they could have planned something like this. I don't. What I think happens is, you know, how politicians are prone to doing something and they're prone to predicting crisis. And when they predict crisis, it's always self-fulfilling because what do they do? Every time they think something threatens us, they take away our freedom and hand it to very few people. And so they create a crisis by virtue of embracing central planning when a lack of central planning is most needed. And so I I think this is going to be one of those major accidents of history whereby historians a couple of decades hence and certainly centuries hence say, what could they possibly have been thinking? A virus is spreading, and so you destroy the economy as your mitigation strategy. Uh, how did the whole world lose its mind? And, and, and I don't know how else to explain it other than that, because no one could have predicted uh, what happened to have happened. John, I'm out of time. I, I really appreciate you doing the uh, show, and uh, good luck with the book. It's uh, John Tamney, and it's When Politicians Panic, the New Coronavirus, Expert Opinion, and a tragic loss of reason. Hope to have you on again, John. Appreciate it. Anytime, John. Thanks for having me on. Okay, we'll be right back. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing 
great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I really appreciate you listening during the week, and uh, we'll be back again on Monday. Um, I, I just this uh, this stuff that's happening in uh, Ontario is just stunning to me. We have made the deliberate decision to temporarily enhance police officers' authority for the duration of the stay-at-home order. Moving forward, police will have the authority to require any individual who is not in a place of residence to first provide the purpose for not being at home and provide their home address. That's according to the Solicitor General of Ontario, Sylvia Jones. They also say that the, uh, the Premier, Mr. Ford, he says that if you live alone, you can have someone else visit you uh, from another household. I guess the police will check on that, too. It's, 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 I can't even believe I'm saying it. Uh, and again, it's not just because it's Ontario and I have a personal interest. This is, this is a, a, what's supposed to be a, a country that's you know, just like America. That's uh, freedom and, and the people would not put up with this. Uh, just, just imagine that if um, His Excellency Tom Wolf had come out and said uh, about an hour ago, that uh, as of uh, 6 o'clock tonight, you are not allowed to come out of your house. And if you do, the police are allowed to pull you over, question you about where you're headed. It better be a good reason to be out of the house. And if they don't like the reason you give them, they will give you a ticket. And these tickets are not uh, small amounts of money, by the way. It's not, you know, this isn't a $50 parking ticket. These are major fines that people are going to get for coming out of their homes. It's it's never going to end. I, I don't see when it's ever going to end. Maybe it will, but maybe not in my lifetime. I'm getting old here. Thanks to Darren. Thanks to Mike. Thanks to you. Talk to you on Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.